Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya chant with you one verse uh, and I hope that at the end of this we know this verse by heart it's uh, the verse in which we pay our obeisances to Lord Nityananda maybe we can ask Bhaktin Valentina to write it on a, on a nice piece of paper which we can maybe put somewhere and then you can all write it down <coughs> and uh, Photograph it maybe with your photographic function in the mobile telephone and so on. Please repeat. Nityanandam Aham Nomi Savananda Karangparam Param Harinama Pradang Devang Avadhuta Shiromanim Nityanandam Aham Nomi Aham Nomi Savananda Karam Param Savananda Karam Param Harinama Pradang Devam Harinama Pradang Devam Avaduta Shiromanim I bow down to the Supreme Lord Nityananda who is the awarder of the highest joy to all. He gives the highest joy to all. He is the bestower of the holy name and the crest jewel of all Paramahamsa mendicants. He is actually an avaduta, no? Paramahamsa, highest, highest, highest order of accomplished men. Mm -hmm. We can, we will note down, and then you can make a photograph. Uh, I heard that uh, when we step before Lord Nityananda, if we can pray this prayer or chant this this mantra, we will be certainly accepted by him. So this is very, very nice. 
-hmm. Let us uh, please uh, quickly recite the verse of today. I was thinking today of speaking about the association of devotees uh, in a way that gives us some tools how to make this association work for us also and uh, transform it into a platform where Krishna becomes revealed to us. So you might like to take notes and uh, then apply this immediately because not so often we have association of, uh, of of so many devotees. We are not able always to visit the temple and uh, when we visit the temple they may not be full with devotees, they may be guests. So, so I think if you apply these things uh, then uh, you, these, these insights you might gain today then oh yeah uh, you will you will make a lot of benefit see somehow you we have to become close to devotees to increase our devotion mm. <laughs> we have to have a close relationship uh, there's an American film producer I I, I have heard I, I have not seen anything from him. Woody Allen, maybe Hari Shyam, who's also a film producer, small film producer, knows this name. It's a known name, isn't it? And he spoke about relationships. Me and my wife, he said, have different times of work. We have different times when we sleep. We have different cars. We eat at different times. Really, we do everything we can to keep our relationship together. <laughs> huh? You may get the idea. Uh, 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 this is what people think about relationships. Let's not be too close. Otherwise, we divorce very quickly. <laughs> Let's not be too close also with devotees. We might get advice how to advance, and that's difficult for our ego. I, I will try with one devotee today. I will give him uh, very fine suggestions. We'll see if, it, if he can take it or not. Maybe not. <laughs> you know, because the ego is also there. So, so yeah. So, in Vaishnavism, you have to give up this Woody Allen idea of relationships. You have to venture into closer relationships, and that is, uh, I said, you have to venture. You find this word venture in the word adventure. No? Have you heard this Abenteuer? <laughs> Because, you know, it's not so easy to have relationship with, with people who are, materially speaking, different. They have different bodies, different mindsets, different egos. We can maybe associate with the two yes-men around us, but, uh, or very close friends if we are fortunate. That's really a great fortune. If you have one good friend in your life, a real good friend. 
but uh, but uh, we need in order to associate with devotees we need to know how do i do this <laughs> when there are so many differences in so many on so many levels and uh, we hope to give an answer to this question so please listen and and then try it for yourself during the festival mm -hmm. good so we can go directly to the verse now mm. Yatsangalaptam Nijavie Yavaibavam Yatsangalaptam Nijavie Yavaibavam Tietam Muhusam Sprishatam Himanasam Yetam Muhusam Sprishatam Himanasam Haradya Jonta Shutibir Gaton Gajam Haradya Jonta Shutibir Gaton Gajam Kovaina Seveta Mukunda Vikramam Kovaina Seveta Mukunda Vikramam Yatsangam Lap Tam nijaviya vaibhavam Tirtam usam spishatam himanasam Haratya jyanta shutibirga thangajam Kovaina seveta mukunda vikramam Kovaina seveta mukunda vikramam Hare Krishna <laughs> So, can someone please try? Yatsangalaptam nijavirya vaibhavam Tirtam usam spishatam himanasam Haratya junta shuti birga tonga jam Kovaina seveta makunda vikramam Yes, please. Sangam lap 
Yasamitam Nichavirya Vaibhavam Yasamitam Nichavirya Vaibhavam Tirtam Muhusam Skrishatam Himanasam Tirtam Muhusam Skrishatam Himanasam Aratyajat Aratyajonta Shutibirgaton Jatam Aratyajonta Shutibirgaton Jatam Kovaina Sevata Mukunda Vikramam Kovaina Sevata Mukunda Vikramam Thank you so much. Can we please have a Vaishnavi as well? Yat Sangalabdam Nijaviya Vaibhavam Tirtam Muhusam Spishatam Himanasam Haradya Janta Shutibirgaton Gajam Kovai na seveta mukunda vikrama Yad Of whom? Sangalabdam Achieved by the association Nijavirya vaibhavam Whose influence is uncommon Tirtam Holy places like the Ganges Muhu repeatedly Samsprishatam of those touching He certainly Manasam the dirty things in the mind Harati vanquishes Ajaha the supreme unborn one Antaha in the core of the heart. Shruti bhi by the ears. Gataha entered. Angajam dirty things or infections of the body. Kaha who? Why indeed? Na not. Seveta what's up? Mukunda Vikramang The glorious activities of Mukunda, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Yes. Translation. By associating with persons for whom the Supreme Personality of Godhead Mukunda is the all in all one can hear of his powerful activities and soon come to understand them. The activities of Mukunda are so potent that simply by hearing of them one immediately associates with the Lord. For a person who constantly and very eagerly hears narrations of the Lord's powerful activities, the absolute truth, the personality of Godhead in the form of sound vibration enters within his heart and cleanses it of all contamination. On the other hand, 
although bathing in the Ganges diminishes bodily contaminations and infections, this process and the process of visiting holy places can cleanse the heart only after a long time. Therefore, who is the same man who will not associate with devotees to quickly perfect his life? That was a long ver verse, isn't it? A long translation. Uh, let's hear just the summary so that uh, we have better understanding of the purpose which follows. So it, it is said here that uh, by associating of the, uh, with the devotees, there is one great uh, benefit there. And that is one can uh, hear about the powerful activities of the Lord. And, and why is this a benefit? Well, when we hear about Krishna in this potent association, the Lord will enter our hearts and there purify all the uh, things which don't belong there. And uh, the verse also says that usually people go to holy places, like uh, they take a bath in the Ganga or go to other holy places. However, in comparison to association with devotees, um, uh, th that purification takes a long time, whereas when you are together with devotees and you you hear about Krishna um, in that powerful association, you quickly make advancements. Let us see if this happens to us during the festival. We will not believe this verse immediately, but at the end of the festival we will look at this verse again. No? So, Prabhupada gives a very nice uh, uh, I mean, a very content-filled purport. Uh, I request you to listen to, to it attentively. And so he f uh, starts out with, Bathing in the Ganga can certainly cure one of many infection, infectious diseases, but it cannot cleanse one's materially attached mind which creates all kinds of contaminations in material existence. At another purpose, Prabhupada speaks of the prostitutes of Calcutta after a night of their, their doing their profession. The body is of course sweaty and dirty with, with all the secretions which happen and then they take their bath in the Ganga to wash themselves, to be ready for, to continue their professional work. So, mm, uh, but, you know, their profession is not a very good profession and their attachments which they somehow also, not all of them, but some of them might have attachment to these activities, that does not cleanse it. 
this bath. They come out the same prostitute from the Ganga. However, one who directly associates with the Supreme Lord by hearing of his activities cleanses the dirt from his mind and very soon comes to Krishna consciousness. It's different. When you are with devotees, then you think, oh, maybe I should change my life. Sutta Goswami confirms this in the Bhagavatam, and I think many of you know the text. It's 1 to 17. Those who know, please sing with me. Srinvatam Svakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Hridyantastosya Bhadrani Vidunoti Suritsatam the Supreme Lord within everyone's heart becomes very pleased when a person hears narrations of his activities and he personally, personally cleanses the dirt from the mind of the listener. Let's hear this again. He personally cleanses the dirt from the mind of the listener. He washes off all dirt from the mind. Material existence is caused by dirty things within the mind. If one can cleanse his mind, he immediately comes to his original position of Krishna consciousness and thus his life becomes successful. Therefore, all, uh, all you know, one very, very well-known speaker. He helps many millions of people nowadays. He says, all problems come from the mind. I'm not saying, he says. No? So if the mind can be purified, this is the logic of this type of thinking. If the mind can be cleansed, then one immediately comes out of the problematic situation and comes to his original position of Krishna consciousness and thus his life becomes successful. Therefore, all the great saints in the devotional line very strongly recommend the process of hearing. See, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced the congregational chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra to give everyone a chance to hear Lord Krishna's holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Simply by hearing this, one becomes purified. Therefore, our Krishna consciousness movement is chiefly engaged in chanting the Hare Krishna mantra all over the world. <laughs> That's our chief engagement, to go all over the world and chant it. We just come from Radhadesh, my dear devotees, and we tried, many of us tried to sit for maximum amount of time in the kirtan, eight hours and more in some cases, no? And we can feel uh, there is a difference. We can feel blissful. After one's mind becomes cleansed by chanting Hare Krishna, one gradually comes to the platform of Krishna consciousness and then reads books like 
Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, the nectar of devotion, and so on. In this way, one becomes more and more purified of material contamination, as stated in Srimad Bhagavatam. Those who know this verse, it's 1 to 18. Nashta prayeshu abadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya bhagavat yutama shloke bhakti bhavati naishtiki. By regularly hearing the Bhagavatam and rendering service unto the pure devotee, all that is troublesome to the heart is practically destroyed. In loving service unto the glorious Lord, who is praised with transcendent songs, is established as an irrevocable fact. In this way, simply by hearing of the powerful activities of the Lord, the devotee's heart becomes almost completely cleansed of material contamination. And thus his original position as an eternal servant who is part and parcel of the Lord becomes manifest. While the devotee engages in devotional service, the passionate and ignorant modes of material nature are gradually vanquished and then he acts only in the mode of goodness. At that time he becomes happy and gradually advances in Krishna consciousness. So uh, now we come to the last paragraph of this very nice, uh, very important purport. All the great Acharyas strongly recommend that people be given a chance to hear about the Supreme Lord. Then success is assured. The more we cleanse the dirt of material attachment from our hearts, the more we will be attracted by Krishna's name, by Krishna's form, by Krishna's qualities, by Krishna's paraphernalia, and by Krishna's activities. This is the sum and substance of the Krishna consciousness movement. You know, in this movement, Prabhupada says it so clearly here that other places, we try to become more attached to Krishna. It, it's really to develop our feelings, our relationships with Krishna. I don't know if you, have, if you can remember when you made a friendship with someone. In the beginning it was not so well established but you learned how to associate how to talk to each other and with each other and you you learned how how to avoid certain things in the relationship and as you did this the relationship became really strong and firm no? this is what we do in relationship to Krishna in this movement we try to make it strong and firm by devotional service. Mm. Please join me in the pranamantras to Srila Prabhupada. Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nityanamine Namaste Sadasvati Deve Gauravani Pacharine 
So in this uh, verse, my dear devotees, we hear a glorification of devotee association. It was said that by visiting holy places like the Ganga, there is some purification, but the attachments in the mind don't go. However, if we come to devotees and hear in that Sangha uh, about Lord Krishna, uh, quickly we become free. We have therefore decided one of those afternoon evenings evenings we have a, a very amazing kata about krishna's mirror pastimes <laughs> yes <laughs> very very uh, interesting i did some uh, I, initially i heard this beautiful lecture by his holiness in the dumla maharaj <laughs> then i did some research also i wanted to also find out things and very amazing and you will see it makes the heart first of all very happy uh, Prabhupada speaks about the process of purification he says uh, uh, first we listen to the Hare Krishna mantra <laughs> then the mind is somewhat cleansed and then we read the Bhagavatam, the Gita and the Nectar of Devotion in CC Rita. and uh, in this way the heart we do this and we do service to the pure devotee and then we become purified. Yeah, my dear devotees. I think you have heard this many times and I will not uh, discuss it more. I will just end this part of my lecture by quoting Govinda Maharaj. Have you, do you know him? Have you heard about him? Yes. He said, mm, in his typical clear way, Listen now, an Indian sadhu will preach to you. It's, it, he will not be so polite as a, mm, because in India you talk differently to people. If you go to Krishna and say, Oh, you are an ocean of mercy, Krishna. Please give me a drop. Krishna will say, You're such a fool. You're such a rascal. That ocean is not with me right now. My dear devotee has taken that ocean and has gone to distribute it. He is now distributing my mercy. <laughs> the idea is given in Shastras that uh, if you want, if you see a lotus pond and you really want the honey from these lotus flowers, you will not go to the lotus directly, but you go to the beehive, just maybe 50 meters next to the lotus pond, where the bees are who have gone to these 
lotus flowers and have produced honey from their pollen. So in the same way you go to devotees if you want the nectar of Krishna consciousness, not to Krishna directly. <laughs> this is the idea and so on. Now Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said something which will about which will be the main part of the lecture. He said Yes, devotee association is very good, but if we ex associate with devotees before they have attained exclusive bhakti, and these devotees are misbehaved, then our propensity for bhakti is destroyed by this association. So association can give you the honey of Krishna's lotus feet. <laughs> but if you're not careful, if you have association with devotees who are not yet, uh, they have not yet attained exclusive bhakti, then, and they misbehave, well, then it can be dangerous. And I think our movement at the moment is talking a lot with great disappointment. In America, at least, I learned at Radhadish Mellows, there's a lot of uh, negativity about devotees who, uh, who may have misbehaved. No? And it's not good if devotees misbehave. Uh, in Mahaprabhu's Leela, we hear how he gave mercy to really everyone. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. uh, especially Nityananda. Uh, but once there was a tantric, you know, worshipper, these, uh, these do some, there is Vai Tantra, which is very good, there's Vaishnava Tantra also, but there's this Black Tantra, and he belonged to this Black Tantric, uh, and did these five practices, meat eating is, in the alcohol and other things which I don't want to tell at the morning time. It is not. Uh, so a tantric had seen, uh, had heard the kirtans in Shiva Sangam. You know, they were very, very ecstatic kirtans, and the sound came beyond the walls of the compound of Shiva's Thakur. And he wanted to participate in the kirtan, especially after he had heard about the extraordinary ecstasy of Goranga Mahaprabhu and the devotees. He, he just wanted to get in there. But Lord Chaitanya had said he did not wish to have outsiders in that kirtan. Mahaprabhu wanted to strengthen the devotees first within only devotee sangha. Then he was ready to take the kirtan out into the world, to the streets of Navadvi. But at this time, he did not. He did not want anyone in, in the house of Srivastakur, uh, who was not there. So the tantric was told, "You can't come in here. There's an order of Mahaprabhu." Uh, sorry. So the tantric got upset. His request had been denied, and in order to destroy the good name of Srivastakur, he one morning to put these 
these things which you use for this black tantra, you know, alcohol and really these things which which you go like, um, I don't want to tell you the details of tantric worship. Really, it's not good on an empty stomach to hear this. Uh, so, so he had put all these items there. And uh, when Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard that this tantric wanted to offend Srivas Thakur, he became so enraged that he said, that man must suffer. Within a few days, this tantric person got the worst suffering you can imagine. Leprosy, where, where, the, where the limbs of the body, they, they just melt away. They don't have hands and, and noses goes, ears go. And it's very painful, you know, it's open wounds and so on. Yeah, misbehavior is not good in, in Vaishnavism. It is not good. Even Mahaprabhu has taught us through his pastime. I, I want to say, this having been said, let us beware of double standards. That is, we may want mercy for ourselves, but we deny that same mercy to others who are weak and do weak things. We may pray for ourselves, O oh Lord, uh, don't come to judge me. Then I will have no hope if you judge me. We will say like this to the Lord. I can only make progress towards you if you become very lenient towards me. You know, lenient, something like, you know, you don't care about my bad th things. And, and, and I can only come to you if you do not find fault in me. Now, now with the same breath where we asked for mercy, <laughs> we may... Uh, say, why should this other person who is very disqualified get any mercy? Why should he not get any mercy? Uh, 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 why should he get any mercy uh, or any affection from the Lord? So yes, when there is misbehavior, it is not to be tolerated. It's not good. At the same time, let us not use this double standard where we want for ourselves forgiveness and for our problems but we are not ready to forgive others. No, this is an, an important point. Anyways, I would like to say, you know, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati said, our propensity for Bhakti can be destroyed if we have uh, association. The same association that can help me advance uh, uh, can also, because there will always be new, uh, new people in our Sangha who have not yet attained exclusive bhakti for Krishna. You know, uh, there, can, there can be danger. The same International Society for Krishna Consciousness, which 
can uplift people can also uh, be the cause of making people bitter and disappointed. And we have seen this. Why should we be silent about what we see with our eyes? No. So therefore, it is very important to learn how to establish a wise community of, of love amongst ourselves. The first thing I would like to I would like to speak of three things which you can apply in the association of devotees. I would start in a very mechanistic way because me mechanical doings can be easily done, you know. There should be culture and etiquette. Who of you knows uh, His Holiness Bhakti Charu Maharaj? Have you heard lectures from him? He once gave seminars in the Vindavan Institute for Higher Education, Vaishnav Etiquette. And because we were close, uh, he even spoke German with me. Hallo, wie geht's, Alter? He said, <laughs> Hamburg, German. Uh, uh, I asked him, why you give this seminar? And he said, yeah, etiquette and culture in our dealings will protect us, uh, and so on. And uh, mm, uh, without uh, having some culture and etiquette, there will be offenses, he said. Uh, I must honestly say, I only understand now how right he was. And I heard once a lecture by His Holiness Keshava Maharaj, who, who really made a point about culture and etiquette amongst Vaishnavas. He described how once Socrates um, was addressed by some of his students. The students said, Oh Socrates, we see that you never become angry and you never become jealous. And you always talk so nicely to all of us and act so nicely. Socrates said, ah, Please, please, I have all these things inside of me, anger, jealousy, enviousness, but I also have culture. Culture, or I would like to say etiquette also, this is how we translate this, prevents me from being too American in my language. The American mind is to always talk one's mind, no? I'm telling now my mind. No, how do we say say in American English? Speaking my mind. I'm speaking my mind. Yeah. No, it, but it is uh, it is a culture, and <laughs> because the mind of not all Americans are very pure in their hearts, <laughs> they will talk. What comes out of their mind is not out of their mouth is not always pu pure. 
therefore once Muhammad Ali, who was very religious, said, every time you open your mouth, you should be arrested for air pollution. <laughs> he, he meant also that, that the, the mind. No? Whereas the Indians never say what's in their mind. Never. Go to London, find out, you will see it's a different culture. Never tell what's on your mind. You, you say. <laughs> it can mean anything. <laughs> so, but still, when, even when people don't talk, uh, if they prefer the American way or the German way, I think the German way is the same, like the Americans, then there will be problem if they do the Indian way, there will be also be problem. <laughs> because uh, you eat all the hurt, all the problems inside of you, and finally the toxic waste inside will, will, will destroy you. So you need Vaishnav culture. And in Vaishnav culture, we, we should talk what is inspiring. I would like you to, to look around for a moment in the room. Let me ask you, are the people which you see likely people with whom you would associate in your normal life? Most probably not. You don't even know them. <laughs> huh? I know most of you, but you don't know many of those who sit here. So you would not associate with them. Uh, but have you noticed the moment we all sit together in a nice Go Krishna Kirtan, how we feel as one community? Have you noticed? Why? Because you have left the platform of material differences and you've gone, gone to that spiritual essence which is the same in all of us. We are all eternal souls no? and therefore we can associate. When we talk about Krishna, this, like Krishna speaks about his devotees, Machita, Madgata, Prana, no, the devotees, they, their consciousness is fixed on me. Their life, prana, goes in my direction. And they, they enlighten each other. They talk to each other in a spiritual way. Then you can have, uh, then you are protected with culture and etiquette. I know one South European country and I will not say the name because I will get bad internet if I say it. There, the devotees have such strained relationships that it is that a cultured person just from other parts of the world goes, how is it possible that they can say things like this about themselves? Culture and etiquette would help so much so that you check before something comes out of your mouth if Muhammad Ali is satisfied with you. Otherwise, bang, he might be angry at you. But you don't want to 
I'm saying it humorously. But there will be bad, uh, bad reactions. Krishna is not pleased. The next thing which this, so culture and etiquette will help. Try to apply this by lifting your association on a higher level so that you will not constantly become annoyed or angered by the material differences of each other. No? The next thing, uh, uh, the second point is service attitude. My dear devotees, the moment you try to change your attitude uh, and you don't try to enjoy the association for your benefit, get, don't get benefit, don't try to get benefit fit out of the association, but you try to give service, everything changes. All of a sudden ISKCON makes sense. It's, it's uh, you know, the, the other day I, uh, I needed to go to the, to the optical man. Actually there was a birthday present, I got a a pair of glasses. These are super good glasses. I needed one for reading and I got also one for Dashan from the distance. And uh, let me take the Dashan glasses because it's clearer. These are my Dashan glasses. Um, you will, when you see them on me, you know I'm, I just came from the altar. I only wear them now, now, if I look like this now on Chodarada Krishna, I don't see them, they are blurry. But the moment I put these lenses on, it looks, uh, I can't see Radha Madan Mohan, I can only see Radha's uh, left hand from, from here. But that's already uh, uh, dashan, like anything. But mm, but if I take this glasses, if I look like this, I see nothing, blue and white. Not so. I see some shapes, but for instance, I see there. It could be. I see it as a pigeon, but I think there is no pigeon today on the altar. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a different something entirely different. I made a mistake with one. So in the same, I'm giving this, as, uh, I want to give this as an analogy to you. When you put on your service perspective, I'm here to serve Vaishnavas, at that moment you see everything clearly and not mistaken. Um. Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Also, I can't read a thing in my notes. I don't know where from where I go now to which part of the lecture I go. So I put my other glass. <laughs> There's a beautiful analogy of this uh, in the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu would every day, there was a certain uh, um, uh, 
sequence of events. He would go for darshan, then he would do kirtan, then after kirtan there was a feast, and then he would take rest. Um, so Mahaprabhu, when he was after the eating, he would lie down, and then Govinda Das would come down, come to him and massage him. Now once, Mahaprabhu was so tired that he lay, you know, in the threshold of the door, and Govinda said, uh, "My dear Lord, I, I, I need to get to your feet, but they, are, I, I mean, can you just please remove, uh, just move a little, then I can just." go past you, can go inside the room, and I can massage your feet. Do you get the idea, the locality, how it is? So Mahaprabhu said, Govinda, I'm so tired, I'm sorry, I can't move. <laughs> so Govinda, he got an idea. He took his chada, he put it over Mahaprabhu, that he wouldn't step directly over his body, but over his chatter. <laughs> and then he stepped over uh, Mahaprabhu, who was covered with the chatter. Mm. And uh, he went inside the room, he came around and massaged his feet. And uh, Mahaprabhu, uh, in the midst of the massage, uh, started to fall asleep and rested. <coughs> so after Mahaprabhu had rested, I don't know how long it took. He woke up and he saw Govinda in the room, in one corner of the room. Govinda, what are you doing here? Usually you massage, and after your massage, you go and you take your prasadam. Govinda said, uh, but I couldn't. You, you were lying in the door. I would have to step over you. Are? <laughs> you stepped over me already. You had your chada method uh, and you stepped over me. So what's the problem to step again? You did it once. Govinda said, no, I can't do this. Govinda, you should eat pasharam. It is my desire. No, I could not step over you. Govinda, you stepped over me. It's not a problem. You're my servant. I'm giving you your, my permission to step over me. No, I cannot do. But you did already. Then Govinda spoke. My Lord, for my service to you, I'm willing to commit this offense to step over your divine body, but for my own eating pleasure, I'm not prepared to step over your body. For service, I'm prepared to do any anything. This is, of course, a very, very high standard, but it brings a very nice point forward. The lens perspective of service. Here, my dear devotees, if you can change your glasses or your perspective, 
into that of a service, you will feel hundred times more benefit in the festival. Do you know this? You will seva is that which brings you close to the Lord and to the devotees. But if you don't do this service attitude, if you don't have this service mentality, it will the benefit will not be so strong. How often have I told to devotees who arranged festivals, my dear devotees, there will be devotees who will complain to you, my room is not warm enough, the water is not warm enough. There will be devotees who will say, I'm together with this devotee who snores in a room, can you give me another room? And there is no other room. There will be devotees whose car need to be repaired and you need to pull them. If you do not come into the service attitude, you will think all these things are a burden and you will never ever want to arrange a festival again. But if you come in the service mood, where you think, oh, I have an opportunity now to serve the devotees, everything will be blissful. I know from myself, when I go, I make service my main point. Uh, for service I'm s staying up late, for service I'm uh, going the extra mile, for service I try to be patient and compassionate towards others. For service I'm, uh, and, and my life is so blissful when I'm a servant, but when I'm not, then everything gets on my nerves. Uh, not everything, but almost, many things, many things. So the service attitude, the lens of service, helps you to see differently. It helps you to see spiritually. If you put the lens of service on your eyes, you can see things in a Krishna conscious or divine, godly way. And the last, and this is the most difficult item, I think, is uh, if you try to have some compassion and care. Mm. Uh, again, I, I would like to quote an example from Chaitanya Leela. You know, Mahaprabhu used to visit Haridas Thakur every day around noontime. He would visit Haridas Thakur, then he would do his noon duties, uh, and then he would take a bath in the ocean, and then he would go to where he was staying in the Gambira. Every day he came to Haridas Thakur. One day Haridas Thakur looked very anxious. Something was in his mind. Mahaprabhu said, why do you look so, have so much worry and anxiety? I can see from your face. Oh, no, nothing, 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 said Haridas, who didn't want to burden Mahaprabhu. No, 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 you freely talk, I can see. You have some anxiety and worry in your face. Haridas said, yes. Because you're forcing me, I will tell you, I have one big anxiety. 
what is that anxiety you're chanting every day you are one of the most advanced of my ad associates your namacharya no i have one worry what will i do when you leave your pastimes and this earth i will i will turn mad in separation from you i will i will cry kandia kandia therefore so i have one request Mahaprabhu, don't go there, don't go there, don't go there. I will now leave you. Mahaprabhu knows what was in Arida's mind. So uh, he, Mahaprabhu didn't want to go there where, Mahaprabhu, where Haridas was going in his mind. The next day he came and he said, So, what do you think? What is your wish? Well, said uh, Haridas, I won't be able to tolerate when you have gone. So I request the blessing that I go before you. Mahaprabhu cried and he said, Haridas, you are dearer than my life. And he just went away. The next day he came, so Haridas, what do you think? And Haridas looked at him and said, I have <coughs> spoken my desire. Uh, Mahaprabhu did not want that Haridas would leave before. Yes, Haridas was elderly, but uh, how can he say you can leave before me? Uh, he was conflicted. It was a nice uh, attitude, a nice, you know, nice feature of his personality. He really loved his devotees. He doesn't want to let his devotee go doesn't want to do this. That is the feeling of in the Lord's heart. He doesn't want. Then he came in another in the next day. So Haridas, what do you think? You know my heart. It's desire, said Haridas. Okay, said Mahaprabhu. So Haridas was already sickly then, when he pronounced his desire <laughs> to, to leave early, but then his situation became aggravated. He had been, the Lord had given him, uh, had, had, uh, had, uh, had uh, you know, said, okay, let, let things happen the way they happen. The Lord could have revived him. He had done this. Mahaprabhu had revived dying people, but Haridas didn't want that. So um, then finally, um, uh, one day Mahaprabhu came and Haridas said, 
Can you now please place your lotus feet on my chest? What? But Haridas lay down. Please, my lord, bless me. So Mahabhubu softly put his lotus feet on the... Uh, and while chanting, Gauranga, 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 Haridas, the purest devotee, left his body. <coughs> and in this way... Uh, but then Mahaprabhu took him up. He carried him to the beach. He bathed Haridas' exhausted body in the uh, ocean. And he dug with his own hand his uh, samadhi and put him into samadhi. This is how Mahaprabhu showed how much he loves his devotees. There's a saying, people don't care how much you know until they know that you care. Hmm? People don't care how much you know until they know that you care. This would be so important in the association of devotees. Compassion and care, as Mahaprabhu taught. Mm. I'm, I want to say, uh, 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 there are two types of preachers. Some preachers love to preach. And some preachers love the people to whom they preach. That's a huge difference. And the people will know it. Because the people feel, I don't care what you know. I want to know that you care. Also in a devotee sangha, if we can have this, which is not always easy, I, I know, to care and be compassionate uh, and so on. Uh, but that will make the uh, Sangha nice. I, I uh, heard from Keshava Maharaj that once Syama Sunda, he's a Prabhupada disciple, was placed into jail because of drug dealing in the past, before he came to Krishna consciousness. Drug he was a dealer. Yes. Hare Krishna. So he was put in jail. And then when he came out of jail, he said, Oh, Prabhupada, I did really something stupid in my life. And for that I had to become, I had to come into jail. So Prabhupada knew he was already very troubled because he had to go to jail. And he said, no problem, Krishna was born in a jail. <laughs> Yes, said Shamasundar. But Krishna didn't deal with drugs. I, I, in my previous ashram, was a, a pharmacist. <laughs> and I was dealing with drugs. Now this can be misunderstood. <laughs> the, the, in the, how do you say in English, the pharmacy? Apotheca? Yes. There are medicinal drugs. It's not like what is consumed on the streets. No, no. But Prabhupada wanted, he cared so much, he wanted to show some, some 
empathy or some sympathy because his disciple felt so bad for what he had done before and that he had now been in jail and how does it look and all of this. So these three principles will help you. What was the first? Vaishnava etiquette. That protects us, right? So that we don't tell our mind, which is sometimes impure and that creates problems. Second principle. Service attitude. It's a whole different change of perspective, right? And the third was compassionate care. Try to not say it only. It's nice that you remember. I'm totally impressed this morning. <laughs> Try to apply these. And then you will see how our society, our sangha here, I will say it in the words of one of my servants, it will go whoo to a higher level, you know. <coughs> so this will happen, this will happen, this will happen. This will happen. And try to avoid uh, the opposite of compassionate care, that is to see the fault only. If the doctor sees the fault of his mistake, of his patient, you know, he went again and he ate the wrong things and, uh, you know, as a result he, or he became so angry that he pushed his fist in the wall and he broke a hand. If the doctor sees the f mistakes of his, uh, of his patient, you know, he cannot help him. The Buddha, do you like the Buddha? Of course, he is the incarnation of Krishna. He said, there are no chains like hate. Dwelling on your brother's faults multiplies your own. You are far from the end of your journey. No? Yes, there, when we see mistakes, they need to be corrected. Remember Mahaprabhu's firm stand on this? No? How he uh, dealt with the tantric and so on. But let us also, let us balance that. Uh, because at the end, Mahaprabhu forgave him. Do you know? He went to him. Who was his name? Chak, some Chakavati. Gopal. Gopal? Chapal Chakavati. What? Gopal Chapal. Gopal Chapal. <laughs> Chapal, what a name, last name, no? Ch <laughs> sandals, no? <laughs> uh, Gopal Chapal. Chapal Gopal. What, what again? Gopal Chapal. Gopal Chapal, yes. But this is what I remember, I hope. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Anyways, we don't, you know, we know whom we mean. That, that tantric. That tantric guy, <laughs> you know, they say in London, what they would say like this, that, uh, yeah. But, so, troublesome devotees, we should respect from the distance, not too much association, but we should pray to obtain devotee association. And there's one prayer in the Bhagavatam, I found this. 
I want to quote this to you. Mm. Where the devotee uh, which you pray to get association of devotees. Mm. Atana Gangristavakirtitirtayo Antarbahisnana Viduta Papmanam Bhuteshmanukrosha Susatva Shilinam Syatsangamonukraha Eshanastava. Therefore, Lord Shiva is praying. Therefore, please give me the association of your devotees who are completely purified by the famous Ganga arising from your lotus feet. Give me your associ the association of your devotees who are compassionate and give me the association of the devotees who have proper conduct and pure hearts. So, yes, they must be compassionate. That was one of our principles. They have proper conduct, that is etiquette, and they have pure hearts. It's not the ego any longer, they want service. So such devotees, we should, we should look for this association. And there we can relax. And uh, Shiva says, such association, my dear Lord, is your real mercy. When you know you got the mercy of the... How do you know you got the mercy of the Lord? He will send you devotees who have the qualities like this. And uh, don't wait. Develop these qualities in the meantime. Um, etiquette, compassion, and service spirit, or, you know, and you will see how our association will come in the real Uh, to the real place. Uh, the prayer, in case some of you wouldn't like to look this up, is in the fourth canto, 24th chapter, verse 58. No? 4, 24, 58. Um, I'm taking this translation. The translation is a little different from, I mean, it has all the aspects of Prabhupada's. Uh, translation, but Prabhupada in his translation wanted to often clarify certain points and uh, the, the literal translation is the one which you have just now heard. Please give me the association of your devotees who are completely purified by the famous Ganga from your lotus feet. No? And they are compassionate, they have proper conduct, and pure hearts. <laughs> Hare Krishna. It says in the association of devotees we hear about Krishna. And I don't want to give a lecture on the subject without telling you something about Krishna. Because then uh, this needs to be there. Mm. I will tell you a lesser known pastime from the Skanda Purana. With this pastime I hope to answer also the question of the devotee who asked me, where do yesterday in the evening, where do the devotees go when they leave their body? This devotee comes from a country where they had four deaths in the last year. 
amongst in the devotee community for so uh, so I, w I gave an answer and I could see the devotee who asked me was not um, uh, uh, well it was my fault I could not explain really what I w wanted to explain and make it clear so by Krishna's mercy I found this pastime in the Skanda Purana which will give a more complete answer than I was uh, well I said it yesterday but it was not so clear you know at the end of the battle of Kurukshetra you know all this Yudhishthira was in an existential crisis. The war of Kurukshetra had been fought to make him the emperor of the world. The Pandavas had been victorious. Now the world was waiting for Yudhishthira to, to climb up the stairs and sit on the throne of the Emperor, but Yudhishthira could not. Yudhishthira felt because of me, so many children cry, so many women cry, who have lost their, because the children have lost their father in the war, and the women have lost their husbands. How can I uh, step uh, and sit on the throne which is covered with the blood of millions of good men. He just couldn't do it. His brothers talked to him. Yudhishthira said, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't do it. I will not do it. Then Krishna came to Yudhishthira and said, Come, Yudhishthira, there is a, your grandfather lies on the battlefield. He's alive. He can give you many good advices. So Yudhishthira, my grandfather, grandfather Bhishma? Yes, and I think he waits for you. So, uh, Yudhishthira, uh, all the five, uh, four other brothers were informed, and then Krishna went all went on the battlefield um, uh, to the place where Grandfather Bhishma was lying on a bed of arrows. He was surrounded by saints and sages, um, and he uh, waited for. Uh, that uh, a certain time when he wanted to give up the body before he didn't want to go. So uh, he gave Yudhishthira many, many advices and asked Yudhishthira to take up the government of the world. Uh, and he equipped him with you do it like this, when this situation is, you do it like that. Bhishma knew everything. At the end, Yudhishthira asked him one question. And I believe, although this is not uh, so explicitly stated, he made his decision dependent on the answer. He said, I have two 
questions, Grandfather. Which deity should be worshipped for the attainment of life's ultimate goal? And my second question is, what is that worship? What is the best worship to become successful? Very good questions, no? What is the whom should I worship and, and what's the process? So Bhishma <laughs> wanted to speak, but Krishna was there. <laughs> and Bhishma didn't know if he could talk his mind or his heart. So he looked at, B at Krishna and Krishna just nodded. Speak. And then Bhishma came to his favorite subject matter. He said, the deity which should be worshipped by one and all is Lord Krishna, who stands right here and who is known as Vasudev. No? Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. No? He's known as Vasudev. And the process by which he is worshipped, listen to this, is to listen about his pastimes. That's all, said Yudhishthira. That's all, answered Bhishma. And then he taught, by listening about Krishna's pastimes, all desires are fulfilled. And here it comes where does a devotee go at the time of death? It depends what he desires. And he will desire that in which he has faith. Uh, Bhishma became very clear. Those who wish to do the right thing in their life, when they hear about Krishna, they will be able to become pious. Those who want to have wealth, if they hear about Krishna, they will become wealthy. I have, uh, there are devotees in our midst who have become so wealthy, so wealthy, so rich. In Germany we have people who, who are so devotees, who are so rich, you would faint if you would hear the number. So, um, um, or go to London, so many. Those who hear about Krishna and their desire is liberation, they will get liberation. Those who are sick and hear about Krishna will get health. Those who are brahmanas will become effulgent brahmanas. And those who are devotees who want to be with Krishna, when they hear about Krishna, they will return to the eternal abode of the Lord. So it depends, my dear devotees, in Krishna consciousness, desires are fulfilled. Be sure what you desire. Those who die, uh, they, have to, they will go to their next destination according to their desires uh, and their faith in, in these things. Some have faith in Krishna in the Hare Krishna movement. And some have, yes, we have a very good number. And I think many of you have faith in Krishna already. It's a little, um, 
theoretical but practical also. Some of you have very practical faith in Krishna and you will go to Krishna when you hear about Krishna. Some one have other agendas still, also a little Krishna, but other agendas. I know some want to be good brahmanas, know many, many uh, mantras and so on. That's very important for them. They will get it, no? <laughs> and those who want money will get money. <laughs> Krishna. Krishna is very kind. Devotee association, my dear devotees, is so important. And if we have it, we get uh, our desires fulfilled. To make devotee association ni nice and protect our Sangha, we need to learn these qualities to develop it. Don't expect them in others. Uh, you have no control over others. No? I can't tell you when to get up in the morning. I mean, I can tell you, and if you're from London, you will go. <laughs> <laughs> and get up whenever you want to get up. Uh, <laughs> I can't control, but I can control myself. No, I can put the alarm clock and I can get up. So I can't control others. I can't expect others. Others will, will be others. But I can work on myself. No? And uh, I can develop these, these things. No? What was the first uh, culture and etiquette? Maybe you want to revisit uh, Bhakti Charu Maharaj's seminar. Is it even in typed form in his web? Could be, no? It is somewhere available. <laughs> but his lectures will be available on the internet. I took the course. Vaishnava etiquette in, in, in Vindavan. He was teaching it personally. I was there. Ooh. Uh, so, all learn, learn your Vaishnava etiquette and culture, male, male kuturni, you know. So, then you, uh, then the second thing was uh, the lens service. And the third thing was Compassion and care. <coughs> to, to, to be very straightforward with you. I find out to be compassionate and caring. You need a little stability in your life. I find out, for instance, when I'm really, really tired and people come, I, I, I say, Please, I, 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 I never hope, I, I hope I never talk rough, but in my mind I just want, I cannot be comparing, compassionate when I'm so, such a wreck, you know, so, so uh, compassionate and care is, is a little, you know, but there are different levels of being compassionate and caring and a little everyone can, can be, you know, and, uh, but you need to practice a little self-compassion and care. In the new book, I have a compassion 
meditation the, on, and there is also a good section on self-care, you know, self-compassion because experiences shows that it's much easier, easier. It's just practical knowledge. Good. I have come to the end. I think we get restless. It is a little hungry. Yes, we had yesterday a, a courtesy and uh, <coughs> um, I'm not sure what to do now. Let us see. Is Prasharam ready for the devotee? Should be, for sure even. Uh, so, what should we do, Gorahari? I, I think it was important what I said. So therefore, and also if you go too quickly through the points, my dear devotees, then it doesn't stick. Then we will not remember it. I will, by the way, check on you every day about these three points. Uh, and I will ask you if you have already made some experiences in the time you are there. Uh, I'm, uh, I expect an active crowd, no? Uh, not a passive crowd. Oh, then Lalita Govinda, you might first go to bed. Uh, you look a little sleep deprived, and then afterwards do all these practices. No? Um, <laughs> good. I think in the interest of because we had yesterday a fast day, and 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 let us, and it was very clear. Uh, so. I will end here. Shila Bhavabhara ki jai, Shishi Gornitai ki, Gol Premanandi, Hari Hari Haribo.